Hello, everybody, and welcome to Reheated, the Leftovers Podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. We're going to intro ourselves going around to the right. I'm Jolie Darrow. I'm Quentin J. Alexander. Ooh, and I'm David Dinello. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, I want to start, before we even get to this episode, since we skipped last week due to scheduling, mm-hmm. uh, just talk briefly about the last episode, which Ooh. centered on... Uh, Lori and Tommy. Yeah. Uh, so, what were your thoughts on that episode? Um, Lori, yeah, like it's it's like her sort of recovering from uh, being a part of the guilty revenant, and uh, yeah. it it seems like she has it all together, but she clearly doesn't have it all together. No, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was interesting the way they kind of mapped the GR to being a real cult and what mm-hmm. being a cult's like because on the outside it didn't seem particularly violent or uh, damaging, but getting out of it was still yeah. the same consequences as a real yeah. cult would have had. Yeah. yeah. Although, I mean, they, they still, like, let's not forget that it was the GR that stoned that woman in episode one, and they were always kind of doing things that were, like, semi-violent mm-hmm. and disruptive. Yeah. They broke into everybody's houses and stole photos yeah. mm-hmm. and replaced them with, uh, like, just blank pieces of paper mm-hmm. or something, right? Mm-hmm. I guess they never felt that violent, though, because we saw it from their perspective, you know, it wasn't like we were seeing a 2020 episode about the GR. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was always we were getting it from inside. Yeah. yeah. Um, did they when they stole the pictures? They cut out the departed people, right? Yeah. That was what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which has become the opening and, credits. And then they had, didn't they stage the loved ones? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dolls. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the the fake yeah. Uh, dolls. The yeah, that was fucked real up. Real dolls. Which, <laughs> that was so fucked up. Which resulted in them getting burned out. Yeah. 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 Um, so the deal there was that Lori and Tommy are, like, he's going undercover, uh, and trying to get people out of the GR, and she's kind of playing therapist and working with people trying to get them, uh, out, um, is, there seems to be a group of people that she's been at least somewhat successful with. They follow her, uh, with this other woman. That doesn't turn out so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she turns in the traffic and, uh, <laughs> at least kills herself. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that, looked like, that looked like a three-piece. I, I yeah. Think, yeah, I think the whole family ate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she's also running over a GR. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says in the episode, they, I, I don't want to hit them, but they don't jump out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> like birds are supposed to jump Yeah, out we had a way. deal! <laughs> Costanza. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so Tommy's posing. There's a moment where Tommy gets caught. Oh, God. Um, I was so She blows the whistle. Scared. Yeah. I thought he was going to get burned up. Did anyone else think that uh, she was going to try and, like, accuse Tommy of rape? That was where my mind Meg? Well, Meg, ra- yeah. I yeah. thought she was trying to, like, well, she have sex him. with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she so did. So she could, like, yeah. burn him later for... What, what was the point of the... Her having sex with him? It was... It was weird. It, it felt like it was, yeah, it felt like a it, real it, power. It was, move. It was a yeah. power move. Yeah, yeah. Then kicks him, kicks him out the out the out the back, and pours a little gasoline, little gasoline on him, and mm-hmm. doesn't light him on fire. 
Yeah. Um, but I really felt like that was good. that was that could happen. Yeah. Tell your yeah. mom I said hi. Yeah. Say hi to your mom for me. Say hi to your mother for me. And wink. There's also the uh, the deal with her and her book. Uh, yeah. Her, oh, she's God. running out this place, and she they get kicked out, and the one guy who's running it out to her steals her laptop. She breaks in to his place, steals it right out of the kid's hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, kid. Yeah. And then she has the meeting with the publisher. Everything's going well enough. Um, they, they're doing what publishers, I guess, would do and trying mm-hmm. to change gotta, things. Gotta so, spice it up. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. We want to sell this. Do this, not that. Well, to be fair, I like sex stuff going on. In terms of like spicing it up, like, like half of the spicing it up was just like, yeah, this is like a great book. I'd love to have your, like, more of your personal feelings in it, which is like I I think would be like exciting for somebody to hear from a publisher. Yeah, her version, like the the questions he's asking, Mm -hmm. were all why. Yeah. Why does this happen? Why did that happen? And how did that make you feel? Just like, you know, we, we're talking about improv a lot of times. That's pretty much what it is, the emotion of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like her book was like just a sequence of events. And, yeah. And, uh, and so like, and this happened and this began this. Um, so, but she didn't take too kindly to that. Well, she had also just found out that the woman had driven her family into yeah. the into traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like a whole bunch of things just yeah. all at once. And she yeah. went feral. Yeah. <laughs> she just jumped on her. Oh, brother. Uh, but uh, published the book. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it'll be on shelves next week. Uh, so that she started talking to Tommy about a lot of what the publisher was pressing her for. Uh, and she says that, um, or Tommy says that we take that away from them, but then there's nothing to replace it. And she says, well, let's give them something. Uh, and he tells them the story of Holy Wayne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by the end of that, uh, he was almost setting himself up to be Holy To Wayne. be Holy yeah. Tommy. Holy Tommy. Yeah. Holy Tommy. And, uh... First of all, it was another moment of the show, which which I think, like, both, like, for the people who want this show to be supernatural would, like, confirm the supernaturality of the show. And for people who want this show to, like, be, like, very rooted in reality and realism and, like, human behavior, like, I think also, like, completely fits in with that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the show walks the line. It does. Annoyingly well. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think like honestly like the second it the second it dips into at least supernatural stuff uh, like it, like if it went too deep into supernatural stuff I would start to find it less compelling mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as that first dragon appears yeah, I'm <laughs> done especially if they CGI it as poorly all as the dragons thing. departed yeah <laughs> um, now we don't even have to CGI them yeah. I can't. Uh, the, just the other thing that I was um, thinking about with this whole episode, um, and is, this is kind of like an easy episode to talk about because it was essentially um, one story. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like ketchup, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that um, is just like temporally? Uh, is was Tommy in any like? 
could Tommy and Wayne have been in the same place? And then Wayne gets to wherever... Because remember, Tommy... Wayne, this would rely on Tommy being in that rest stop that Wayne just shows up to. And then Wayne showing up to another rest stop that Kevin Garvey shows up to. Which And then Tommy shows up at Kevin Garvey's house at some other time period to drop off the baby. So there are a lot of encounters in that, like in that story that like, I am willing, I could believe that they happened, but I'm also like, I can't quite picture the graphing of it. I didn't think that he actually had encountered Wayne. Holy Wayne again. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, thought. I thought it was just like making it up. Yeah. Um, because it sounded feasible. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, because they were on phone with each other at the end, right? He called him at one point and was like, I yeah. need you, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's believable that they could have caught up, but also, why would we not have seen that? That seems like a, a thing they would show us. Yeah. Yeah, especially I think if you... it's bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. I, I think it's bullshit, bullshit, too. I think between the fact that bullshit. he was watching Holy Wayne's first hugs yeah. on TV, uh, between the fact that he also, like... It sounded like he was getting... To the point where he wanted to stay with the guilty remnants. Yeah. Um, I think that Matt, or not Matt, uh, Tommy is somebody who even more than his mother needs to feel like he belongs to something important. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and exactly. I think Lori recognizes that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she was just like, you know what, let's, let, let's give them something. And giving, giving Tommy the okay to uh, just get nuts. Do you think the suicide rate has increased in this world, like, post-departure? Oh, yeah. Like, do you think the suicide rates have, like, what, tripled? Double, mm. tripled? Mm. It's a, yeah, that's a great question. I think... There's no... Cause there's like, no question that the suicide rate went up. Yeah. If I'm oh, living yeah. in that world, and I'm someone who doesn't believe in God, which I don't... Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Wait, breaking, breaking. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, breaking. I was just like, do you want us to delete that from? The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't let people know. Just revealing everything. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> lay it all God, out God there. God listens to our podcast. <laughs> uh, God, if you're listening, I'm gonna, I'm it's gonna lay me, it down for you, Margaret. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna lay it down for you the same way that I laid it down for my mother and father at age 12. Jesus. Okay. I don't believe in you, God. I don't want a bat mitzvah. <laughs> Did you not get bat mitzvah? I didn't get bat mitzvah. Jesus Christ. I didn't believe in it. Your parents must hate you. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. It's possible. <laughs> I think my That, among other things. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I feel like living in that world, I, I probably would just feel like, yeah, there's no point. Peace. If it can happen at any time. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like... You say that, but, like, um, what is to stop you from walking out of this house and getting struck by lightning? What is to stop somebody from walking out of this house and getting mugged I mean, or yeah. killed by their significant... <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, like yeah. um, again, like, if we look at this departure as just... A blip. A, you know, a, well, just, a, well, just, like, a you know, a random act of... Nature. Of 144 death. million people. Yeah, of like, yeah, and I mean, I know that's like, you know, 2% of the world is like, uh, you know, a huge counting number, but they're probably, like, I bet, like, I don't know, I, w- I would be interested to find out, uh, 
what percentage of the population dies every year and what percentage of that population dies from an accident every year mm-hmm. or from a or from a cause that we would call something that is surprising even yeah so it would be somebody like suddenly getting sick somebody getting killed somebody getting hurt in an accident yeah but at um, least at least with those you can find a root cause to it and that and that can bring some solace to so I, it, to so i guess then it would be accident is what we yeah. would look at it and yeah we can look at it as a cause but like But but I I guess the philosophical point might be that these are things that happen and no matter what the cause, Mm -hmm. what we are left with is this reality, which is that these people do not exist. So if so, why should them disappearing be different than people than, you know, again, than a bomb hitting a town, except for the fact that we can explain one of those and we can't explain the other one. It's, it's the same unlikelihood of either one occurring. Well, I think I think it was uh, I think it was Reverend Matt or something like in the first season he was talking about. Oh, like he said Reverend Matt. Oh, Ray, Ray, yeah, Reverend <laughs> uh, They were uh, they, 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 <laughs> my mom departed. The greatest. I just woke up. She was gone. I <laughs> made my bed. Where's the wife? But yeah, I, I, I think the reverend, he was talking about that, like, since people depart, there's, there's nothing to mourn because you don't know where they went. <laughs> so yeah. the, so there's, there's, there's sort of this hollow feeling of you don't know what happened but, to them at all. But again, like, I, again, like, it's like, I, it, like, if we're looking at this from the front, like, I don't know, aside, like, I know what happens to people's bodies when they die. But I don't know. Like I don't know if the soul exists. I don't know what happens to their consciousness. I yeah. mean, I know that I have memories of that person. But you would have memories of somebody who's departed. So it's like, what do we mourn? Like, well, what are we mourning when somebody dies in real life? We're mourning the fact that they are not here anymore. Yeah. I'm not looking. I'm not looking at their body and thinking to myself, "Oh my, like, oh man, it sucks that, that body doesn't have his batteries in it or anymore." <laughs> We've been talking about this for a few minutes, and I'm still not sure what exactly. Is what what are we, what what is what's the conversation? <laughs> I think this I all guess. came come off the suicide rate. Just well, like. I, yeah, it was just a thought, but also I think that uh, going back to what this is about, <laughs> getting, getting uh, real philosophical today. Uh, Tommy would just wants to get like he's basically creating superficial religion. I think he just wants to create a superficial messiah. To be argued that may, like all of all messiahs are superficial, but uh, really forcing the issue because you know they they're you take away religion and belief and like in these very existential people, and then what do they have when they're trying to get out of that mindset? Nothing. Give them a messiah. Yeah. Give them something they'll hold on to. Holy yeah. Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. I, I wanted to add. I just didn't know what the what, what was being said. I don't remember. Um, Who knows? Because I think the more I, I think the more likely comparison isn't departed to death. It's departed to missing. Yeah. To missing people. Yeah. And I think if you talk to any missing people, um, there there's just a, such a level of uncertainty. 
about they could they could still be alive somewhere. Yeah, they they could, could still be dead. You know, they may be dead, but yeah. the uncertainty is what... Um, they could show up five years later and be like, hey. <laughs> is that, yeah, it's numerically, it's a, it's a large number, but in your general area, it may not be that many, but it, it, it is. I, I agree with you, but I, I think because of the suddenness and the severity of the disappearance, that... It, like there's emotionally, it's it's death. Uh, you know, this is we don't have to talk. About it. Can I jump real quick? Can I go forward? Just like I need to air some grievances. Just do them a little louder or closer. I need to air grievances, <laughs> Reverend Matt. What the fuck? What his wife? Do you, He's does, a boner. Do you believe yeah, this that? is. Uh, I, yeah, like, my wife. <laughs> woke she up. Woke my up. wife. In my the wife. middle of the night. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> she started telling me a story about three little bears. What? I just wanted to go to the hospital. No, that's like super. You don't. You don't believe this happened? Is that what the deal is? Wait, it yeah. just like throws a wrench into every. It just like it. It's. Uh, it's like a. What do you call it? It's a MacGuffin. It's like... Is it a MacGuffin? I don't know if it's a MacGuffin. Because we've been talking about this possibility since day one. Um, So I think the... Yeah, I think... It doesn't mean anything, though. It doesn't mean anything religiously. It doesn't have to mean Mm -hmm. anything religiously. But this goes along with that line that this show annoyingly... Beautifully and beautifully walks very well. <laughs> yeah, uh, because this it's a known thing that people in in comas uh, have occasional or in comatose states or uh, what, whatever she would be called yeah. vegetative state. Catatonic. Yeah, yeah, something have uh, come back. Yep. He could have changed something on any kind of medication or anything. Mm-hmm. Like have you ever seen that movie Awakenings with mm-hmm. uh, De Niro and is it Robin Williams? Is Robin Williams in uh, Awakenings? Mm-hmm. I think he's so. in he's in um, insomnia, isn't he? Robin. Well, that's Robin Williams. That's Al Pacino. Pacino. That's Robin. That, yeah, that's Robin yeah. Williams and Al Pacino. Robin, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams. <laughs> uh, we're hunting Williams. Um, in the movie Awakenings, that's a whole bunch of people who have are in vegetative states, mm-hmm. like uh, Mary is, and they give them a different medication, a medication that's designed. I think it was for Parkinson's, um, and they. Awoke, like awakenings, you guys get it? Uh, for short periods of time. And they were like themselves for very, very short periods yeah. of time. So Why didn't he like record thing. it? You know? Well, well because well, it, she just woke just, up. Yeah, it probably just happened and, and he was so happy that it happened. I'd be like, sending Snapchats. Well, to you're all my a monster. Bros. Yeah, but, uh, you're no. a millennial. <laughs> Um, you would have you would have missed out having a conversation with someone who's right. been in a catatonic state for the better part of uh, three years or so. Is that what, how long it's been? Yeah, yeah. Um, because you were looking for you couldn't open the app on your phone. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Jolie. Mm. Way to go. Blew it. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the episode. episode yeah, the four. actual episode that we're that we're in. Episode four. What did you think? It was amazing. Yeah. I loved everything about that episode. Um, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I felt emotions, choked back some tears. <laughs> it was great. What are you I, choking? Where are you choking? Oh boy! Choking our tear ducts. No, <laughs> I mean what parts? In what parts of the show? Um, Not physically. When I got really upset when Nora woke up 
and mm, like yeah. she was having happen? that. Yeah. Did it, did it, did it happen again? I felt Are a lot gone? of feelings yeah. because okay. what a sad moment All for right. her. Your story checks out. <laughs> uh, I'll throw another one. Out. I'll throw a, another. I'll throw another. another I'll throw another tear log in the fire. <laughs> um, is uh, when. Uh, uh, when Michael, yeah, uh, we just just watching him. I mean, I don't know. Like uh, me personally, like I identify with that. Um, just watching him go through it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it, when they when Joe goes over, you mean? And then also maybe scraping the. Uh, when uh, certainly when Joe goes over, Jill, Jill, yeah, when Jill oh. goes over, absolutely, um, yeah, and even the first time uh, when he goes over there. Oh yeah, um, yeah. both times uh, a lot. Yeah. I thought that the, actually the again not to go too much into it, but the previous episode I thought had a lot of like moments that were like oh yeah oh yeah definitely Quentin um, yeah I liked I liked this episode also um, did you cry though where where did you get choked? no I'm a monster um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah like the like the part with with Nora waking up and and Kevin is missing and she's like wondering like oh my god did 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 it happen again did uh you know did more people depart? Um, because yeah, like um, when when she sold the house, uh, those you know people from MIT were like, you know, look, look, there's there's no reason that it wouldn't happen again. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I enjoyed it too. I thought it was I thought it was pretty great. Um, the yeah, I guess I guess if I were if I were a rich to man. yeah if I were a rich man. <laughs> Um, yeah, th- those are all good moments to uh, to shed some some tears. I mean, the show is very good. Yeah, it's really good. God, it is. it's good. Um, and like we said before, it's so nice talking about a show yeah. that we really enjoy. And they, and the, they don't cheapen the anything. Like they don't mm-hmm. uh, like they don't manufacture plots about frivolous. Things. Like for instance, and again, I hate, I'm sorry to go back to the previous episode again, but it just reminded me of something that I did want to bring up, which was the laptop plot yeah. that lasted yeah. for about ten minutes. And was resolved, and it like who knows maybe it becomes a thing in in future episodes. But it wasn't like like if that was the the strain to bring up another podcast we do, it if, would have been the entire episode. That, yeah, not the oh uh, maybe a three episode. Arc. <laughs> <laughs> there are like a lesser show would have made a gigantic deal about her needing her laptop back to get her book. I love that they solve conflict so quickly. So when I was I don't know if I've ever told you this story. On this podcast, but when I was little, I used to turn off sitcoms and episodes of shows because I couldn't handle, like, the stress of whatever, like, the protagonist got themselves into. Like, I didn't like that. Like, DJ drove through the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Just, like, I hated that. I hated I'm like, you know there's going to be a big big thing with that. She's going to get real in trouble. Oh, man, we broke Dad's trophy. Click. Can't do it. No, I'm I'm, I'm exactly the same way. There's a German word for it. It's called Fremdeschamen. Yeah. Which means uh, feeling shame on somebody's behalf. Uh It literally means to be embarrassed about something that Mm -hmm. somebody else is doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There were so many, so many, like, cartoon episodes. I felt that in life, but not watching, like, Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, oh, yeah. Like, uh, like, specifically TGIF. Yeah, TGIF. Full of it. Frasier. Like, I will just turn shit off. Yeah, absolutely. Boy Meets World must have been, uh, we're all in trouble for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It happened on Urkel a lot, too. Anytime, anytime on Fit. on Oh, did anybody call it Family Matters? <laughs> I called it Family Matters because that I was the name of the show. Urkel. I called uh, that Urkel and I called Full House Michelle. Well, okay, why well, that was... You guys are the worst. 
it's like so. Yeah, I know Reg- Reginald Val Johnson is like. There were other people on that show. Uh, I'm sorry, but speaking of TG, speaking of TGIF, we would I would have to check it out, but I'm I didn't have I, I didn't think this to look, but I'm almost positive that one of the supporting characters in the uh, publisher's office was Coach Lubbock from Just the Ten of Us. <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to this, <laughs> Coach Lubbock, uh, call into the podcast. Uh, well, uh, seriously, uh, what uh, uh, SRM Podcast at gmail.com. At SRM Podcast is our uh, Twitter handle. SR, uh, Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast on Facebook. Contact us however you need to. We would love to have you on the pod to talk about your cameo and what it's like being on The Leftovers. Cool. Uh, I actually want to pause it right now because okay. I feel that I need to know. All right. After uh, after much digging, uh, <laughs> what was the consensus, or what yes. was the the consensus was that Bill Kirkenbauer was in fact on Leftovers season two episode three. So this is stretching things. I'm putting things <laughs> together in my head. But they have a perfect strangers connection. Yeah. Uh, they have a just the ten of us connection now. Yeah. Do you think that there these are very deliberate? Like. Is George, do you think the just the ten of us thing is just a coincidence? It's a great question. Um, wait, was I mean the Perfect Strangers one is very blatant. They're, yeah. they're talking about the show. They're talking about uh, the actor Marklin Baker from <laughs> Mexico. Um, but this was just—I'm guessing it's just a coincidence that he just happened to be on another TGIF sitcom, just the ten mm-hmm. of us. I wouldn't be surprised though if that was just like something they were doing for fu- for their own like enjoyment. Like this, this is a show that has fun. So they have uh, fun. Well, uh, well, the Marklin Baker thing came about because they listed him as a departed, right? Mm-hmm. And he had been an extra on the show. <laughs> he had been like yeah, one of the townspeople auditioned for a part, is what it was, I think. Uh, no, no, no. He was actually in an episode. Was he? Yeah, and fans, like, so fans, like, tore him, up, like, or tore the show, not tore the show, but, you know, the message boards went aflame, being, like, uh, this guy was on the show. Um, and so that was, like, their, when he, when they found him, that was, like, their wink that he, uh, was back. Or, 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 that, or that they understood, that they, they were in on it. Or not in on it, but that they accept what happened. All right. I thought it was just he had... Uh, I thought it was a little different. Mm-hmm. Anywho, anyway. Jolie, you had something you wanted to, uh, so, to say? So back, uh, so the reason I brought up all of this sitcom <laughs> tomfoolery <laughs> yeah. uh, is because this show doesn't make me cringe like that. It saw, even when I'm like, oh no, Kevin's going to be framed for murder. They like quickly tie it up and they're like, nope, that's not what this is about. Like, uh... And every time I think he's going to lie to Nora and get himself even deeper, he just confesses. And it's so much better. The show's mm-hmm. so much better for it. Yeah, yeah just I like that moment show. where he was like, I think I'm going to go to the... I should go to the cops. Yeah. I should go to the cops, uh, let them know. And she's like, and tell them what? That you woke up in uh, the dried lake where our neighbor's kids just happened to disappear? Uh, well, no. no. Um, how do you watch Game of Thrones? Hmm... It never makes me feel like that. I don't know. Because everyone's going to die anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, it's a very existential show. All right. Uh, so the episode opens up uh, with Nora's perspective of the quake. Uh, and, yeah, there's that moment where um, she goes outside and Regina King is on the porch. And she says, uh, you okay? Uh, Evie never came home. 
Um, and her friends are also gone. And then just like, I think just that word gone just like sets yeah. her off and she just starts uh, calling, trying, she pl- plugs in the TV, just expects to get reception. Because... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, doesn't know her own Wi-Fi password. Um, no, that was the that was the other houses. Evangeline is Evie's real name. That, that oh, was, I didn't notice the uh, yeah. the password. What, she has her own Wi-Fi No, they just, like, it's a thing that people do sometimes is for fun. Like, <laughs> Hacked it. Everyone uh, gets their own uh, Wi-Fi. My uh, my Gmail account profile picture used to be my two sisters because one day I left my computer out and they thought it would be hilarious to make my profile picture of them. And I just was like, all right, whatever. And I, it became my profile picture for like maybe eight years. <laughs> they were correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she uh, then calls up the... 911, I guess, mm-hmm. and it's like, are they, they're, they're like, is it about the earth? No, it's not about the fucking earthquake. Are they gone? Did they, are they, uh, did they disappear again? Did, are people gone? Did they do it again? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it was rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as she's talking, he walks in the door, um, and she has her moment where she just kind of like embraces him, hugs, and then just like melts and goes yeah. right upstairs like a robot. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he wants to tell the cops. We talked about that. She says, uh, how about no? How about we just go there? Um, um, oh, no, no. Then the there's the knock at the door. And it's the guy that wants to... They're doing the search party. Yeah. Uh, and Nora's like, okay, how about you uh, start over by the car, work your way down into the, the dried lake bed, so that way if, you fi- if anybody else finds your phone, you can say that you just lost yeah. it today. And he's like, that's fucking good. Yeah. Nora <laughs> is like... <laughs> like... That's a that's a team player right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These uh, every character on this show so good. I just yeah. love every character. Yeah, they're so rich. They show what I brought up the last time we talked about this uh, storyline: the the huge print mm-hmm. on the car. Mm-hmm. Now, is it just fingerprints? Like you can't get something from a palm print? Um, I I think it depends. I mean, I think it's that they. You know, they keep fingerprints on file. Yeah. Right. And they don't keep palm prints on file. But yeah. if you had a palm print, you could match a palm sure. print to a palm yeah, print. Yeah, they could have got a partial print on that. No. You know, but I don't know. And, uh, and also, uh, I think also just the, you know, a palm print, you could then, like, like they said, like they looked at the size of the hand and said it's probably not a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although if they did my hands, they would be like, it's a baby. Yeah. How did the baby get so high on this car? It looks like a two-year-old jumped in this, (laughs) jumped in the air and slapped the car. Two-year-old has big ups. Um, So John shows up because he's still out there looking. Uh, Mm -hmm. But there's the moment where uh, he's like, are we we good? Um, It's like, yeah, love you. See you. Bye-bye. uh, but John shows up, John Murphy, uh, as he's crawling out of the, the lake bed, and then they go on that ride. Yeah. Uh, through, uh, uh, which, uh, the, the, which is, it's this little mini town yeah. outside of Jarden, or outside of Miracle yeah. National Park, of people Bills. just, yeah, the Hoovervilles, <laughs> of people just waiting to get in. Wait, bef- but before that happens, what is with all of the, like, they show a lot of Nora going through the woods. And, like, on that search party, do you think there's anything to that? I think Nora very much wanted to find these girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fleshing out the 
Right. Yeah. Okay. I think she's what she said. She's, uh, she said, I'm going to find the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Just for um, her own peace of mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was that weird moment where, like, where Reverend Matt was, like, doing a prayer and she was like, yeah, whatever. Nah, I'm out. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But bye. Fuck this. Okay. So um, back to that. Yeah. I'm just going to follow <laughs> yeah. uh, John and, and Kevin a bit. Uh, so they go through the the little mini town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy suggests they suggests they roll up the windows because um, they had to close the park due to the for the search, uh, mm-hmm. and all of those people are not happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't really do much of anything. They did a little banging on the car, um, but John has already gone right past their houses uh, through because uh, I think he had said at one point he's like, "Oh, houses are back there." Um, so he's taking him through this town where we're going we don't need homes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, takes him through this town because he's trying to go after Isaac he thinks Mm -hmm. Isaac had something to do with this so he asks those guys I guess where he might be staying is is that what the the discussion was Uh, no I don't think he asks anybody where he's staying he seems to just know where he's staying Mm -hmm. Um, the guys (laughs) cut him off because they know he's going to go kill Isaac and I, I think the guys are the rest of that fire squad posse that mm-hmm. helped him burn Isaac's uh, okay. house down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they were all asking, like, like why is he bringing uh, Kevin with him? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, when I was writing notes, I guess I missed that. Because they, they kind of pulled out in front yeah. and then stopped the, the car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, that all checks out. <laughs> was he just bringing Kevin? He was just bringing Kevin because he wanted to teach him, like, a lesson, sort of. I um, guess just don't, this isn't a good town, like, what you think it is. I think it was he 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 clearly knows that uh, three million dollars uh, he paid three million dollars for this house because he feels that it was done because he wants to feel safe. So he drives him through this town where things are not safe, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to a person who has w- done what he feels is unsafe things, um, and possibly even did something unsafe with his uh, his daughter and other girls. Yeah. And, and I think also he's trying to establish the fact that, like, yeah, that the present, like, the the publicity of this town is making it unsafe. And yeah. that he is actively trying to fight people who he believes are exploiting the idea that something supernatural happened. Um, and that is his way of keeping the town safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he finds Isaac's place. And... Then he's kind of freaking out. John's freaking out, and uh, Kevin kind of calms him down. Uh, and you think everything's going to be okay. He knocks on the woman's door, and she's like, uh, "Isaac, yeah, no, not here." And um, what's her name? Shows up. Patty shows up. Starts talking. Um, yeah, Patty showed up a while ago about, yeah. about the yeah. the like her husband's story. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes me feel like either Pooping. like Kevin must know what happened to Patty then. What do you mean? Like, he... So, this is... A, her husband, Neil, cheated on her. We knew this from last season because she took the bag of Poop. shit yeah. to put on the doorstep. So, Laurie must have told her... No, Laurie must have told Kevin about that. Or Patty's actually talking to him. Yeah, so that, that... Again, like, that's the thing. It's like, there is both a completely... Like, this is something that he would either have no business knowing yeah. or something that he... There's a totally explainable reason for him to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, again, beautifully walking this line. Yeah. It's it's definitely walking the line between, like, 
the supernatural like is she actually like some sort of ghost uh, mm-hmm. that is that is following him that can tell him things that he didn't know before mm-hmm. um or these things that he already knew subconsciously yeah. like must have picked up just by happenstance yeah 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 fascinating uh she leads him to the phone Mm-hmm. But yeah, he could have. Okay, so, so we're, we're like we're messing up like, all the the, the, the narrative. Yeah. Well, no, this all I, happened already. Oh, right. Well, you were right. talking about it. We're so talking about Patty yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, so subconsciously, though, he might even though he was blacked out, he might have still known like mm-hmm. that was a thing that happened where it was. Right. Same Although, with the girls. He could have seen them disappear. Who yeah. knows? And also, but here's the question <laughs> about things subconsciously. She says, "Don't get in the car." Before I think he even do we even know that there's a car there yet? No. He could have heard it, though. Maybe he heard it, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the... And also, maybe uh, he... I mean, nothing really bad happened to him, right? It wasn't tragic. Nothing that happened to him was, like, tragic. Yeah. 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 And in fact, perhaps his presence in the car prevented something tragic from happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it also it, it got him embroiled in some things that he probably won't want to be embroiled in. Because yeah. if they ever get his fingerprints... And match it to the car. Mm-hmm. And there are reasons for his fingerprints to be on file. He's a government employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went, He was in a police station admitting yeah. to a murder for somebody. So there are plenty of reasons why his fingerprints would be on file. And, I'm sure, and I'm, sure, I'm sure that they, they take prints when, when they let people live in the town. You know, I'm sure that they have some sort, of, some sort of process like that. Town like this, yeah. Yeah, they have people wear wristbands. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so the uh, room is wrong. He gives him a, a fake number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go, uh, you hear pretty much right away, um, John banging on the door, bashing in the window, mm-hmm. uh, and gunshots too. Uh, so Isaac is uh, prepared for any kind of trouble and uh, shoots John, was it twice? Once. One hit, yeah. One yeah, hit in the gut. And Kevin goes in, calms everything down, and gets him gets him out of there alive, mm-hmm. and takes him to um, his wife's. What does she do? She's a nurse. It mm-hmm. seems like. Yeah. Is it like some urgent care place? Because he yeah. said no hospital. Well, I think I, I mean I think no hospital. It does seem like a... Yeah, it seems like a clinic of some yeah. sort. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think no hospital and take me to my wife. He's probably, like, wronged some people at the hospital that he doesn't want to actually... Well, you get, you get a hot... You catch a hot one and you go to a hospital and they file a police report. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hot one. Hot one. Catching hot ones. You catch a hot one. Left, Left and right. Catching them. I'll take two hot ones. Um, so... Is there anything else in this story? In the uh, Kevin story arc? I don't think so, other than the end, but they'll tie together. Uh-huh. So Nora is, or, the, or Michael goes over and starts fixing um, the sink. Fixing the sink. Um, and David, uh, David, what, what question did you ask watching this? And- oh, I, I said, uh, what episode do those two fool around? And, and your uh, guess, what was your and I said I said it's either going to be this episode or <laughs> it sounds like it feels like an episode seven eight yeah thing. I said seven yeah um and th- and then you're like after a couple moments you're like oh 
Might even be, be this episode. Yeah, could be, could be this episode. <laughs> could be this episode, John. Uh, I don't want to be in a bed yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there, there's, there's a few moments. Uh, we're at episode four. I don't know. Could be, at this rate, could be five, maybe six. I feel like they yeah. just, like, regardless, are forming this strong alliance. Yeah, yeah, bond. They're, yeah they're, gonna, they're gonna get together, I think. A little nice bond. Yeah. Nice little bond. Yeah. Um, Those families. When they, yeah. when they first met, she gave them a look, like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Nora goes <laughs> hey, to the... how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing my fine. <laughs> What is that? That's the first line of a Destiny's Child song. Okay. <laughs> but she uh, also gets real freaked out. Or not real freaked out. As freaked out as Jill can get by him calling her people like you. So what kind of people? People don't believe in God. But he uh, seems to know that... He seems to already know that they're not going to find Evie. That's the whole thing. Yeah. He's yeah. Like very sure of himself. Yeah. He's like pretty calm about it. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, so I guess he's got some... Whatever he feels is going on, he's got some peace about it. Um, until he doesn't. Yeah. Um, so I think he's trying to put on a, a good face, but it's still his sister. Yeah. yeah. Still gone. Um, so there's the moment where Nora goes to the store and Virgil. Virgil shows up and says, uh, he puts her cigarettes, or Kevin's cigarettes on the tab. Mm-hmm. Um and he says, "Sorry for your sorry for your loss," um, which he can Virgil can just assume he doesn't recognize her, so he can yeah. assume, he can make that assumption. Is that exactly what he said? Sorry for your loss. Sometimes yeah. loss. Okay, just saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, anyone who comes in, who anyone who's new to town, yeah, you can assume is there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. she takes it as a sign. She's like, "Oh man." You must know something about me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the barkeep, not barkeep, uh, the store clerk um, was like, get, come on, get out of here. So then Scram. just right away, the show again walks that line. Mm-hmm. Is this a moment where, like, oh, he, he really knows? But no, apparently he does this all the time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, And whether or not he's right when he does it isn't the point. Yeah. Um, he does it to everybody, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, and, like, the way he's, like, approaching people, it's like... Like, anybody that comes to that town probably has some baggage. And, he, he, yeah, like, and he's he's not really saying anything specific, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm sorry that, like, your entire family except you disappeared. Yeah. Um, what was the... Um, so, sorry, oh, I was just going to uh, say a, a little name watch here, right? So we have um, this character, Isaac, uh, who is in the Bible is Abraham's son and is yep. the one that is... Uh, that God commands Abraham to kill, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. and then holds his hand at the last second and doesn't do that. And then, stop. Yeah, he says, quit, "You quit have it. proven yourself." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what what does Isaac do as an adult. I mean, I know he's like, is he? Yeah. Noah's? No, he's not Noah's father. That happens way before Isaac. Gets a job, meets a nice girl, meets yeah. a nice girl, does some things. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Isaac is like a, Isaac is a major character in the Bible, um, and Virgil. Um, major a couple things we can't remember couple of things that we can't uh, that we that he could be from I mean he could just be the uh, the Latin writer Virgil but it mm-hmm. would probably be much more likely that he I mean the the real the real Virgil that everybody thinks about would be uh, from uh, Dante's, Dante's Inferno, Inferno. Yeah. who acts as Dante's guide uh, through the Inferno Purgatorio and Paradiso yeah so uh, 
we got we got two mystical negroes with uh, <laughs> two magic negroes that with, is uh, with uh with um <laughs> interesting and loaded names. Yeah. Something to watch. Uh, so who was it? Virgil. Virgil and Isaac. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to discount Michael either. Yeah. Uh, Michael's true. huge in the in the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael means uh, in Hebrew, if I'm not mistaken, something along the lines of like God, he who is like God, um, and is also an archangel in the in the Bible who protects people. Yeah. Um, so there's yeah there's a lot lot going on here, uh, and as far as the Isaac, I think it were is it the three of them like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Yeah. Were the three like founding fathers of Israel? Yeah. Abraham was the father, and then then Jake, and then Isaac, Isaac then Jacob, and Jacob. Yeah. Um. And the yeah, and then you have the whole twelve tribes and all that stuff. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, here we are. Bada bing, bada boom. Religion. <laughs> begat, 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 begat. Um. <laughs> all right. So then there's the secondary departures. Uh, story from Nora because she doesn't seem to think that the the girls are gone or at least she's convinced herself that the girls are not gone mm-hmm. uh, like truly gone mm-hmm. yeah. um, and she tells the story about uh, one family uh, or one guy really mm-hmm. um, who after the main event there were some secondary departures uh, and people just used it really as an excuse to mm-hmm. leave, leave their jobs, leave their girlfriends, leave their their lives behind, start anew, um, pull a Marklin Baker. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, yeah. I think she's. I think that's a struggle that she's definitely got going on inside. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Nora would be happier. She would never admit this, but Nora would be happier if these girls were found dead in like a Blair Witch hut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They are never found again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because missing is worse. Um, Nora goes to the church, and Matt is there. Uh, he tells her about about Mary, um, and she's asking, like, is this real? I guess the, the town is what she's talking about, mm-hmm. um, that it's safe. Is this real? He says, and then he tells a story about Mary, and she seems to take, take it to heart. Yes, Jolie. I hate it. Just looking at that, Jolie doesn't believe in miracles. I don't. Miracles, Jolie. Ah. <laughs> there can oh. be miracles. There's no miracles. When you in believe, miracle. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Why are so, you so against it? I'm yeah, just, I problem? don't know. I just feel like <laughs> it just it just doesn't help anything. We can't have Donna Moss. Not do anything. <laughs> She's got the chops. Yeah, but I didn't even know. <laughs> Give her a lie. I didn't know if the show is going to get renewed again. Like, I heard an interview with Justin Thoreau, I guess it was. Was uh, it the Fresh Air the one? The Fresh Air oh, one. Oh, yeah, I, was, I listened to that. Yeah, and, like, they when they ran out of the source material, they're like, we don't know if we're going to do another season. Who knows? So, I, I don't think that the Donna Moss thing means it. She might have just been, like, looking for a job. She got trapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? We gotta find out her name. We gotta get her on the podcast. It's Don. Uh, All right, it's uh, Donna Moss. we'll reach out. We'll reach out to Donna Moss and get her thoughts on playing uh, this character. She uh, must think it's great if she knew what she got herself into. Uh, being as good of an actress as she is, having to um, not get to do too much of anything. Yeah. Janelle Maloney. A, Janelle Maloney. Yeah. Janelle Maloney. When she was sitting there blinking, did anyone think like? Did anyone think she had been like talking to him? 
seconds before. For some reason, I felt like that, like, yeah. But but then it was, like, sort of, like... Pretty, I just wanted it, to it was, wink. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Raise an eyebrow. Do a shift, really, really slow eyes. pan down to her sandals and her pinky toe wiggles. Just wiggles, just one wiggle. <laughs> like Beatrix Kiddo in Kill Bill Volume yeah. 1. Yeah. Jesus. We're digging into them tonight. <laughs> uh, so Jill goes to the brothers... Uh, Michael's um, and takes back the wrench conveniently left behind Michael I must no, say I must say strategically uh, placed so she drops that off leaves the baby yeah. behind I know right that adorable cute God, baby that cute cute baby <laughs> I could have I would I could have watched 45 minutes of her of that little baby just like fussing with that little wristband yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. God, that's yeah, a cute kid. Let's get her on the podcast. Yeah, what's that baby's name? Let's get her on the podcast. Um, by the way, for anybody listening, none of these people are going to be on the podcast. Um, Don't say that. We have, weird, we have weird Twitter followers. It's possible. All right. <laughs> Someday. Uh, there can be miracles when you believe. Um, so she goes over there. Uh, he asks if... Uh, oh, do you want? he says, do you want to come in? Can't. I'm watching the baby. Um, are you alone? Yeah, I'm alone. And they're basically like saying they're not really even talking about their general space. It's like in life right now. Are you are you alone? Yeah, I'm alone. Uh, and then they just break down crying. Um, sad moment. Jill, I said this while we were watching, but Jill always kind of looks like she's like on the brink of tears. Yeah, every moment, even when she's happy, she's about eyes. to cry. Yeah, she's got a rough life. Yeah, she's got a rough life. Um. Uh, no miracles. There are no miracles. A miracle um, is uh, the speech. Yeah. Uh, after the bullets are getting taken out, um, Regina King is is saying that. What is her name in the show? I can't remember. God, you know what? I can't. I can never remember the name of the right. character. Uh, so wait, which character? Regina King's character, the wife. I, I think she's. I think she's a tremendous actress. She is. But everything I see her in, I just go Regina King. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or Brenda. Because that's what I remember her from as in two two seven. Do you think the hearing aids are gonna mean anything, or is that just like a layer of her character? Like, I feel that, like I, would... I feel like it's gonna mean something, and it's gonna be one of those things where you're like, her name's Erica on the show, by the way. Right. Um, Erica. I, I think it's gonna be like I'm trying to. Um, wasn't there something M Night Shyamalan? Not M Night Shyamalan, <laughs> but like. Um, just like one of those moments on a show where like somebody needs something and it's like they don't it's just I think it's gonna just make for one tense moment at some point but I and also I would love for it to never come out like I would love for that just to be I would love for that just to be a part of her character like that's a Evie's yeah. uh, epilepsy. epilepsy like yeah. it seems like something that would be a plot device <laughs> but yeah. Could just be a character who has epilepsy. I yeah. don't know. Could be that Evie shows up while she's asleep or something and goes through this nice little speech. Then Regina hear. King wakes up and then puts in her her <laughs> hearing aids. What's that then? Didn't hear anything. What's that, hon? Um, <laughs> or she lives in her earphones and she can talk, only talk through her headphones. Yeah. Her headphones. She's she, re- she, received, she listens to uh, tomorrow's radio through her... Uh, Here, here's a... Uh, <laughs> Here's my my favorite plot. Could be plot. Uh, Mary wakes up, starts saying things, 
to Regina King, <laughs> and she can't hear it. <laughs> so it never happened. Yeah. So it's just Matt and Regina King who know this. Yeah. And it's just like a, a cake recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Two spoons of sugar. They uh, solve mysteries. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Regina King, Erica. Erica. Things are going to change. She says things are things are going to change. Uh, so he leaves there. He's wandering around this uh, fucked up town. It looks like uh, alternate 1985. Um, and uh, he he finally just he talks to Patty, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin talks to Patty. Um, and what do you got to say about that? It's the first time he has, I, right? Yeah, yeah. I I really like this scene. Um, yeah, like he he finally does talk to her, and you know, and she lays down some some real some real talk about uh about how he ended up in the in the lake, um, that he did it to himself. No one no one dragged him out of the house mm-hmm. uh, and did it to him. Yeah, um, there are people that want to commit people who commit suicide for the attention, and then there are people who really want to fucking die. And she's like, "You, honey, you didn't even hesitate. You, you, you. It was all you." I love the comedic relief that this ghost character provides. Like mm-hmm. she's so she's so real, but she's so Tyler funny. Burden. Yeah. yeah. Did you call her Tyler Burden? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we settled on that last time. Right? Oh, that's <laughs> um, yeah, I think that. I mean, it's also possible that what she's saying isn't true. Yes, he still could have been tied up yeah, by like if, those if, girls, or those yeah. girls don't aren't necessarily if, disappeared. If we're going off of like, Patty is not a ghost, and you know, and this is just something that Kevin is manufacturing himself, mm-hmm. um, then yeah, maybe it's it's just something that he had that persona say to explain the the time where he couldn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if Pat, like, let, let's, for instance, like, like, if we uh, think of Patty as just, uh, as just the other half of Kevin's internal dialogue, mm-hmm. then, then is there anything that she actually says that is like, maybe that surprising if that if if she's just giving voice to his subconscious yeah what we need I mean, is a scene where mm-hmm. um somebody is standing in front of him with fingers behind their back uh and patty's behind them mm-hmm. and she's like they're holding up three and a half fingers <laughs> three and a half like <laughs> three, three. Okay. now four now three now four <laughs> and then we'll know yeah. what kind of juice she's got yeah. but like one thing that, yeah, like, sort of tripped me out, and you probably saw my expression while we were watching the show, is uh, the guy on the watchtower. Yeah. That says, who's your, who's your friend? Yeah, yeah but it, again, if you're watching somebody talk to themselves, yeah, you might say, you might say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're already a crazy but guy. That, that but that guy seemed hour. a little off his rocker, too, so yeah. I don't know, maybe he can also see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, a known thing in movies and television shows that people that are either near the end of their lives uh, or somewhat, you know, little little nuts uh, are more tapped into things like that. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, yeah, maybe he, maybe friend. he can maybe he can maybe he is just being Dark, a little Donnie little cheeky. Shit. Um, so Darny Darko, Darny and Darn Darny, and and Patty says, uh, okay, so since you're not going to ask, I'll just tell you, they're gone, they vanished. The girls are gone. Poof, they were driving, and all of a sudden, gone. Yeah, but what? Who put the car in park? Hmm. Hmm. Why did I have the bowl part? <laughs> what, is that, what, is, what is it? Why did I have the bowl? But I know that I did. He's the best dog in the world. He's nothing like your old dog. Is there a helper? It's not really well looking. You got that right. You remember the time you oh. made my goldfish and you lied to me and said I never had any goldfish? Then why did I have the bowl part? Why did I have the bowl? <laughs> That was worth it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so they're... Uh, yeah. Who put the car in, in park is, is a good question. That's what, that's what it all boils down to. <laughs> they could have been going to the lake. So, so here's my thing. Yeah, because they're going to the They could have been going to the lake right? to mm-hmm. go do witch things. Uh, Cast and, spells. Yeah, put the, they put the car in park. Who knows? Maybe the lake was gone before that. They see... No, they couldn't see it from the car, huh? They wouldn't have been able to see that. I think they would have. It doesn't matter the order. They put the car in park because they're about to get out. Yeah. They're, they haven't even turned off the car yet. Doors are locked. Yeah. It's, they disappear. It's perfectly feasible. Yeah. Or uh, they drive there and they get picked up by other people. But why would they leave the car on? Um, if you are trying to make it look a certain way, maybe that's what you do. Um, we, oh, we talk, you think they've staged a vanishing? Which could possibly have nothing to do with the, the lake. Yeah, I think that's possible. Um, mm. We saw them prancing around naked through the, the forest. Yeah. Say, you know, we don't know... We don't know why why that happened. Yeah. Uh, I we, do. We've said before... <laughs> we've said before that uh, they may be their own cult kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, that outside they are you know nice and fun and bubbly and, and personable but when they were together like that car ride home that was weird mm-hmm. yeah. they were super silent they also so this is something I listened to the podcast from two weeks ago I wasn't on uh, and something you guys <laughs> nice missed and didn't like before. Well, I, well I'll stop whoa, you right there. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> something you whoa. didn't mention. Uh, they gave Kevin that you you guys said they were making eyes at Kevin or he was making eyes at them, but they like stared for a long time at him, almost as if they were like checking him out for some sort of ritualistic kind of thing. That and that was my first hmm. thought too. Was maybe they dragged him away and did something with him that's possible but hmm, hmm, hmm. there's this moment where they all meet eyes and it's weird because they're like look at look at new dad he's got a nice body (laughs) he's a man uh nora and kevin uh about to go to bed she pulls out some handcuffs Mm-hmm. Put some of the handcuffs on him. He says, uh, "I know what to do with those, my darling." And she, kachink, kachink, and uh, okay, now let's go to bed. Yeah, 
Not nice, what he was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> not what he was thinking. What are you talking yeah, yeah. about? Now that the cuffs are on, the night has just begun, my friend. Yeah. And <laughs> then a, the terrible way to go to sleep. Yeah. And the um, weirdest cover to you're the one that I want. Yeah. The music throughout this season, somebody's having a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because the last episode, it was like uh, whiplash throughout. It was like all the drum, yeah. the drumming. Yeah. Uh, Going, it made me um, think of Birdman. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly like Birdman. And um, then there was the cover of Mad World, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, wait, um, not Mad World. No, uh, um, the, the Pixie song. Where's my oh, mind? Oh, where's my where's mind? my mind? Yeah, yeah. But, which is another which Where's my mind is one of the songs that might need to be retired from movie soundtracks at yeah. this point. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, you no. did. We already get to the part where Regina King. Erica says all that stuff about her kid. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that yet. Uh, I guess Evie, not. Well, what is it? Well, I don't know. She just says, like, Evie. Like, it, it almost sounded like she was trying to prove oh, something. Evie's a miracle, yeah. right? Yeah. She was trying to prove something to herself by saying all these things. Uh, you yeah. Know, she's a, she wouldn't hurt anyone. So maybe, do you think she knows something about her, what her daughter's been up to? I don't know. Mm. She's like, Evie wouldn't hurt anyone. No one would hurt her. She wouldn't hurt anyone. I don't know. It also sounds just like something like a mother would say. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially if your daughter is like, dis- is like less than 24 hours disappeared. Yeah. But like also knowing what it means to have a daughter that's disappeared. Yeah. Like you're, you're trying to make sense out of, mm-hmm. out of this, this situation. And it's like, there's, there's like no explanation. You're grasping for an explanation, but it's not there. Yeah. And Regina King is... Super understanding of anything John gets his hands into, it mm-hmm. seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had said, like, well, the fire, the the burning down houses thing, that's new. Usually they just get a warning. Yeah. Um, so that goes to back up what I was saying before about that one through five scale uh, that they, they were talking about. Was mm-hmm. it two, a one, a two? No, it's a five. Um, so I think, yeah, that, that just... There's a level of severity in how they're going to deal with a, with a group, with a person, with Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I love what Patty, Patty was talking, saying everything we all think about the family. Like, they're, they're cool, right? They're a good family. Interesting people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then her great story about getting married to him for 22 years or whatever she said. Never once did he ask me to poop on him. <laughs> <laughs> Why was she telling that story? It was, I guess it was like the motel thing of like, you know, you're, you're going into this situation and you might find something that you don't, that you don't, that like. You, that you don't like, you know, just, just like I did, uh, you know, <laughs> was it you I was talking to yesterday about pooping on things? Sure was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that, like, uh, that rumor, that Hollywood rumor that has been attributed to it. We were talking about it in relation to Casey Kasem, which I, I don't think it was ever him. <laughs> But apparently there's this rumor that gets attributed to, like, these Hollywood big shots every now and then, which is that, like, they have, it's like, it's always these, like, these these older, beloved Hollywood types, and the rumor is that uh, they have this fetish for lying underneath a glass table and having somebody defecate on the table. (laughs) 
while they slide Please under. Please tell me that there was a number two with a bullet uh, joke uh, in there. Baby, oh. lay it on me. <laughs> nice and squishy. <laughs> this poop goes out to Sydney. <laughs> um, Send your poop in, and I'll squash it. <laughs> um, oh, I'm Casey Casey. I'm Casey. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of of getting out of here, uh, (laughs) we we end with the scraping off of the verified uh, Mm. sign outside of the um, Murphy's house. Uh, We know that they describe that in the episode as each house, after it was verified that nobody uh, departed, they put that label on the house. Uh, He's scraping it off. And I guess he's scraping it off because he's sure that... Uh, Evie has departed. <laughs> okay, so apparently the two main cult people that it gets attributed to are Danny Thomas and Ed Asner. Mayor of Wars, Ed Asner. I don't like spunk, but I do like poop. <laughs> <laughs> La- oh, wait, can I tell a quick story about Ed Asner? Oh, God. He was in, I forget what. an Ed Asner story? <laughs> Ed Asner story. I was in Atlantic City uh, for the like, there was some like South like Garden State Film Festival thing there, and the so man asked me to poop on him. <laughs> Ed Asner was there, and my number one image of Ed Asner is him chasing people around in his wheelchair, in his electronic wheelchair. This old yeah. man. Hey, get back here! Come on, make shit on shit on the table. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it <up. laughs> it's got to be at least one inch thick. Oh, God. <laughs> the glass I'm talking about. <laughs> it's just chasing people around. No bloody poops. Uh, it's gross. Disgusting. <laughs> All right. Uh, Don't that up. So, uh, I guess what do you, let's? What, do you want to do winners and losers? Everyone wins in this episode. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I accept that. Everyone wins. Uh, starting around with Jolie going around. Uh, what do you got coming up? Oh, boy. N- not as much. Uh, every Wednesday, Philly Improv Theater, 1816. Uh, what else? I don't know. Uh, Barbara Bush is doing... Oh, Dirtiest Sketch. Uh, oh, brought to you by Philly. Speaking of pooping on tables, mm-hmm. uh, Barbara <laughs> Bush is in Dirtiest Sketch and I, November 20th, I think, but go on uh, Sketchfest website, phillysketchfest.com. You'll mm-hmm. find information. Just to uh, detail that a little bit more, uh, part of the Philly Sketchfest every year, one of the events is uh, for sketch teams to put together exactly that, the dirty, mm-hmm. Dirtiest Sketch. It's going to be gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be foul. Um, what are a couple of the ones that have taken place so far? Uh, it, some of them involve drinking other people's saliva. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that's uh, so fucking um, Edward Cullen loves period blood. Was uh, Matt and Jackie one? Um, yeah, Matt and Jackie did the one where they, uh, yeah, where there, there was there's pooping on chests. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there is, there's a whole lot of really, really well written, uh, thought out, highbrow stuff that happens <laughs> this in is Philadelphia. Not it. Um, this is, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Some of them are actually, you know, really good sketches yeah. in their own. They're just, the, the point is that they're going to be nasty. Right. They're mm-hmm. going to be gross. So if you want to see some of the grossest stuff Philly has to offer, yeah. come out to that. Yep. What do you got, Quentin? 
Um, every Wednesday, uh, I got an uh, improv with uh, Masher, house team Masher at Fit. Um, except for this Wednesday, I'm going to be playing with uh, American Express yeah. in the diversity uh, night yeah. at Fit. Um, and also, uh, this coming Friday, Plan 9 from Outer Space, a uh, live stage reading of the uh, classic Ed Wood uh, sci fi movie. Ed Asner. Yeah, classic Ed Asner movie. Yeah. <laughs> Poop Knife from Outer Space. Oh, man. Poop Knife from Outer Butt. I like that one better. David? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, Wednesday, October 28th at the Philly Improv Theater. It's going to be a diversity ball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, a lot, a bunch of great acts. Um, yeah. I personally, I'll be hosting the entire night and I will be performing uh, with the group called American Express. Um, there is, uh, so yeah, uh, two blocks of shows followed by a jam that is open to everyone. Uh, come out, come out and support this because it's going to, it's a, it's a good thing and it's an important thing for uh, Philly to be doing. Um, on Saturdays, as always, the future, uh, uh, doing, doing shows that are, are worth money. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, other than that, I'll plug my other podcast cause I love it. Uh, the RUD2F podcast. Uh, if I, I wonder what the, the Venn diagram between people who watch, uh, quality television, like the leftovers is with people who watch, uh, MTV's The Challenge, MTV's Are You the One, MTV reality shows, but um, I'm in the I'm in this little sliver of the people that watch both shows. It is compelling. It is awesome. It is great. I'm talking about MTV's Are You the One. It's probably just like the outer edges of the circles that are touching. Yeah, and that's your you live in that. Yeah. that little... It's like me and Frank <laughs> Farrell. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's look. Even if you don't watch the shows, I guarantee you, like it's like it's five of the funniest people on the planet. Uh, not just the city of Philadelphia, the planet Earth. Yeah. Um, just riffing. And it's fun. Just listen to it. Just listen to it because I want to get a sponsorship deal by yeah. Bud Light Lime. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fun to talk about a show that you like. Um, yeah. But this is like a very, very heavy show. Like we have a blast uh, talking about the, the strain. But talking about any kind of, of that bullshit yeah. has got to be a good time. It, it's a great time because like this, like this show and Game of Thrones are good but they're shows that require us to unpack them. Yeah. Uh, Are You the One is a good show that we like that just requires us to riff on it. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. There was the the one episode of The Strain where I think it was... Were you here? The the gum? <laughs> oh, yeah. I we might as well be for, eating gum. Yeah. yeah. We talked, there was a line in that show where someone said, pretty soon, I'll be eating gum. Uh, and it was just so out of nowhere and the line itself didn't make sense and we must have riffed on that for 15 minutes it was the stupidest they were in a police station and it was two cops like the uh, the one guy didn't have a line the entire show and he was just sitting there eating a Hershey bar and he just turns to the other guy and says pretty soon I'm going to be eating gum (laughs) there is no context provided like I guess like he's referencing some food shortages that we haven't seen anything about but like it was like the stupidest thing that show will not get renewed my guess was that he was quitting coffee and that was Mm. his next his next thing but just the line anywho um, watch the watch the strain and listen to that and you'll get it and you could hear us rip on it for 
uh, a good 15 minutes. Oh, uh, I, well, actually, um, it, hot it news. Renewed. It was renewed. Yeah. Oh, God, no. that show fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, we're, no. we're in it for another season. No. Yeah. Bloody Sunday. All right, for yeah. me, uh, what I have coming up uh, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, that's October 29th, 30th, and 31st, at 7.30 p.m., uh, you can see Stay Dead, which is an improvised horror comedy. Uh, we've had... Uh, our last show was sold out, and I anticipate the next couple, at least... We have five shows coming up um, because there's two midnight shows, Friday and Saturday. Uh, several of those will sell out. Um, so go see it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the Future, as David mentioned, on Saturday nights at FIT. Um, and I think that is it for now. Uh, you can check out MikeMarbach.com. Follow me at Mike Marbach on all the social medias. And um, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.